0: i
1: us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the king of kings. Let's begin to give him praise this morning, let's exalt his holy name. Let's thank him for this wonderful opportunity he has given to us to be at his presence. The Bible said, this is the day the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Ancient of days we worship you, king of kings and lord of lords. We magnify your name in our lives. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for not allowing the will of the enemies to come to pass over our family. We thank you for defending us. We thank you for supporting us. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the mighty name of Jesus, for various testimonies that... We are recording on a daily basis. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the mighty name of Jesus, we worship you. We thank you for our land. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for our leaders. We thank you for every members of our family. For keeping us alive. For not allowing the enemies to strike any one of us. Father, we say be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, our Lord, we exalt you. I want us to begin to ask for his mercy this morning. That the Lord will be merciful unto us as we go out in the journey of today. In the name of Jesus, we pray for mercy. Mercy for our children. Mercy for our nation. Mercy for our family. Father Lord, be merciful unto us. By your mercy, let every mountain of problems before us begin to melt. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let there be transformation in every area of our lives. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, forgive us all our sins, O God. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth, let's plead for the mercy of the Lord. For our nation, let's plead for the mercy of the Lord. For our leaders, let us plead for the mercy of the Lord. We pray for mercy in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, this morning, let me be sanctified and be purged by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. As we go out, we pray for total purging and sanctification by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, let any form of defilement in our spiritual and body be removed by the blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus, sanctify and cleanse us this morning. In the name of Jesus, we cancel every negative dreams of the night by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus. Let every satanic agenda against our family, against our cities, against our land be cancelled by the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We command every sickness, we command every arrow shot against us to be uprooted and to be flushed out by the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus be used to mark every one of us for total protection. In the journey of today, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Exodus chapter 4, verse 2. Exodus chapter 4, verse 2, the Bible says, So the Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? And he said, A rod. A rod. A rod. The Bible said, The Lord said to Moses. What is that in your hand? Now, the first point we are going to pray about is that we are going to pray that God will open our ears to begin to hear the voice of God. Do you know that Moses was carrying a rod of power, but he did not know until when God spoke to him. The book of uh, John chapter 10 verse 27, the Bible says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. My sheep, hear my voice. If we are indeed a sheep in the fold, we need to begin to hear the voice of God audibly and clearly. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let my spiritual ears be opened to your voice. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Open our ears. Let our spiritual ears be opened. In the name of Jesus. Whatever has been used to block our ears from hearing your voice, let them be removed. In the name of Jesus, Lord, open our ears. I want somebody to cry to God, Lord, open my ears. Let me begin to hear your voice. In the name of Jesus, because I am your sheep. Lord, open my ears to hear your voice. In the name of Jesus. We command every spiritual blockage in our ears to be removed and to be destroyed by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you this morning that the Lord shall open your ears in the name of Jesus. You shall begin to hear the voice of God audibly and clearly. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The second point, We are going to lift up our voice and say, my father, open my eyes. Until when God spoke to Moses, Moses did not know. He thought he was carrying ordinary shepherd's rod. The Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? And Moses looked. He looked with the spiritual eyes. He said, this is a rod. It's a rod. It's a rod. This is a rod of power. This is a road for signs and wonders. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, let my spiritual eyes be opened to begin to see my potentials. There are some of us that there are, there are treasures on our inside. There are potential being locked up on our inside, but we have not seen them. We have not seen them. Some of us, we are not even aware of them. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, open my spiritual eyes to begin to see my potentials in the name of jesus open your mouth open your mouth open your mouth to begin to see my strength to begin to see my power lord open my eyes in the name of jesus i want to see the rod you have given to me every one of us has a rod that has been given to us but if we cannot see it how are we going to be able to know that we have it how are we going to know how to use it i want us to lift up our voice and say my father open my eyes begin to see spiritually in the name of Jesus. Let every veil of darkness that has been used to cover our eyes be removed in the name of Jesus. Help us to see the potential in us. Help us to see the potential in our children. Help us to see the power that rests on our inside. In the name of Jesus. Help us to see the opportunities around us. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I Declare by the power in the name of Jesus that every veil that has been used to cover our spiritual eyes shall be removed now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, open our eyes to begin to see in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, give me the rod of signs and wonders. Look at that. The rod of what? The rod of signs and wonder, the rod of power, let it be given to me this morning. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, give me my own rod of signs and wonders. Lord, give me the rod of power. Give me the rod of prayer. Give me the rod of authority. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. I receive the rod for signs and for wonders. In the name of Jesus the rod of signs and wonder let it be released unto every one of us in jesus mighty name we have prayed Now i want us to pray against the rod of the wicked the book of psalm 125 verse 3 the bible says the rod of the wicked shall not rest on the lots of the righteous lest the righteous put forth their hands unto iniquity. There is something called the lot of the righteous. That lot talks about the portion of the righteous. That lot talks about the blessings of the righteous. Do you know it is possible for the enemy to put their rod on our lot? I want us to pray. We are going to lift up our voice and say, My father, let every satanic rod that has been placed upon my lot, That has been placed upon my blessing. Let them be broken and be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every satanic rod that has been placed upon our portion, every satanic rod that has been placed upon our blessing, this morning we command them to be broken and to be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. We command every satanic rod that has been placed on what belong to us, to be broken and to be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, we break every rod of darkness, every evil rod being used to attack us, every evil rod the enemy are using against us. Let the rod be broken and be destroyed by fire. Let the rod of witchcraft be broken. Let the rod of wickedness be broken. In the name of Jesus, we consume that rod by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare in the name of Jesus that every satanic rod shall be swallowed up. In the name of Jesus. The same way the rod of the magician. In Exodus chapter 7, the Bible said the rod of Moses turned to a serpent. And it swallowed up all oh, the serpent of the magicians. I pray this morning that every satanic rod being used against us by the wicked shall be swallowed up in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be a release of rod of power, of rod of signs and wonders to every one of us this morning. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answers to our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout "Hallelujah!" If you know that God has answered your prayers, shout "Hallelujah!" Very quickly, as we continue with our series, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Judges chapter 6. I'm going to read from verse 1 to 13 very quickly. Very quickly, Judges chapter 6. From verse 1 to verse 13. The Bible says, Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, so the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years. And the land of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made for themselves dines, caves, and the strongholds. Which are in the mountains. So it was, whenever Israel had sworn, Midianites will come up, also Amalekites and the people of the east will come up against them. Then they will encamp against them and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor donkey. For they will come up with their livestock and their tents coming in as numerous as locusts both they and their camels were without number and they will enter the land to destroy it I want to pray for somebody this morning every power invading your land to destroy it the Lord shall destroy that power in the name of Jesus look at verse 6 so Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord this morning we are also going to be crying out to the Lord and the Lord will answer us in the name of Jesus look at verse 7 and came to pass when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord because of the Midianites that the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel who said to them thus says the Lord God of Israel I brought you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of bondage and I delivered you out of the hands of the Egyptians and out of the hands of all who oppressed you, and drove them out before you, and gave you their land. Also I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites, in whose lands you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. Look at that. That was the reason why God delivered the Israelites into the hands of their enemies. They did not obey God. And look at verse 11. The Bible says, Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terribine tree which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joas the Abiezarite, while his son Gideon tressed the wheat in the winepress, in order to hide it from the Midianite. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. I want to say to that sister, the Lord is with you. I don't know what you are going through that make you feel as if God is not near you or God is not with you. But I want to tell you that God is with you. And look at verse 13. Then Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? Is that not the same question we ask? If you say the Lord is with me, why am I sick? If you, if you say the Lord is with me, why am I in pain? If you said the Lord is with me, why did I pass, I mean why why did I fail that last exam? If you said the Lord is with me, why didn't I get that job? Why didn't I get that job after I I did the interview? God was speaking to Gideon here through the angel and and then Gideon replied and said, oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us and where are all his miracles? which our fathers told us about saying did not the lord bring us up from egypt but now the lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the midianite may the lord bless the reading of his word in the neighborhood just very quickly i want to exhort us on what i've titled does god really care does god really care now if you go back to that verse 6 verse 13 Gideon questioned the angel of the Lord that appeared to him and said, oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all these happened to us? Because the Israelites, they have been under the constant evasion of their land for seven years. The Midianites will come to their farmland with all kinds of animals with their camels with their donkey with their oxes, and they will bring them to the farmland of the israelites during the time of harvest they wait for them until the time of harvest to invade their land and through these innumerous animals uh they will invade their land and then they will they will they will destroy all their farm produce the animal will eat some and then they will destroy everything so at the end of the day, the Israelites became poor, became poor. And during the time when God manifested himself to Gideon, Gideon was actually hiding inside the cave to, to get the wheat. He was hiding inside the cave. Now there are three things about this man called Gideon, which I want us to, uh, to take note of before we get into the message. Number one, you know, when he when, when started out, Gideon started out as a coward. We see that in Judges chapter 6. If you read the story very well, I will encourage everyone of us to read the whole chapter, uh, you will see that Gideon started out as a coward career person, as a coward man. He kept asking for signs upon signs, you know when god called him he kept asking god show me this sign that you have indeed called me show me this sign that you will support me but god was able to walk with him at his level of faith yes i want us to know that no matter where our level of faith is god can still work with us so number one we see him as somebody that started out as a coward but by the time we get to Judges chapter 7 from verse uh, 1 to Judges chapter 8 verse 21 He became a conqueror. Look at that. His status changed from being a coward Gideon to a conqueror Gideon. I want to pray for somebody. Maybe you started the journey of this month coward, fearful, afraid, not knowing what you are going to face, not knowing the challenges ahead. I want to pray for you that today, the Lord shall make you a conqueror in the name of Jesus. Then number three, which is a very important point about this man called Gideon, was that this man ended his career as a compromiser. I pray we shall not end up as a compromiser. In the name of Jesus. We see that in Judges chapter 8, from verse 22 to 35. He ended up as a compromiser. He compromised his faith. In fact, towards the end of his life, he said that people should bring their earrings. And he made a monument and he told the people of Israel that they don't need to go to Jerusalem to go and worship God, that they should just worship that golden image that is set up. The Bible says that thing that he did became a snare to him. We have to be careful. We have to be careful not to compromise about our faith. Even in the midst of our success, we have to be careful. Because sometimes when when we have success, there are also battles that can come with success. There are battles that can come with blessings. And that's why we must not allow our blessing to bring any form of compromise with our work with God. But thank God for his mercy. Do you know this man called Gideon happens to be among the heroes of faith. In fact, in the book of Judges, almost 100 verses were dedicated to this man. He was the one that has the most account in the book of Judges. He made it to the Hall of Fame in Hebrew chapter 11. Hebrew chapter 11 verse 32. The Bible says, what more can I say? And Gideon's name was mentioned. I want to pray for somebody. No matter what the devil may do against you, you will make it to heaven. In the name of Jesus. Now, 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 Gideon said something. He said, does God really care? And that's the question we want to address this morning. Why do we think that God does not care? If you look at the situation of the Israelites, it was a pathetic one. Under the Midianite invasions for seven years, all their harvest, everything they labored for, the Midianite joined forces with other uh, countries like the Amalekites and the people of the East, and they invaded their farmland to destroy everything. Can you imagine you working and laboring? And then towards the time when you get your paycheck, something happen and clear off everything. I want to pray for somebody. If there are powers like that, that always invade your finances. Maybe they invade your finances whenever you get paid. Maybe they invade your your, your health. Anytime you want to be be strong, anytime you you need your body to do something, to, to do services for God, that's when you feel sick, that's when you feel weak. I pray that every power invading your body, invading your finances, the Lord will destroy them this morning. In the name of Jesus, why do we think that God does not care? Let me give us some of the reasons. And then I will show us from this passage of scripture that God indeed cared for the Israelites. Number one, why do we think God does not care? Why do people think God does not care? People think God does not care because, number one, number one, because they think that strange and unusual and unaccustomed things happen to them. People think God does not care when something strange, something unusual happen to them. Look, Like for, for example, the Israelites, they thought God does not care because for seven, seven years, the enemies keep invading their land during the time of harvest. Number two, why do we think God does not care? Sometimes we think God does not care when unexpected unforeseen, unanticipated or unpredicted situations occurs to us. Something that we don't predict, something that we, we were not aware, something that we did not even foresee, happened to us. Suddenly, we think God does not care. Why do we think God does not care? Number three. Sometimes we think God does not care because we are faced with difficult situations that are hard to explain and how to find them to, to out. Sometimes when we are faced with difficult situations that are hard to explain and that are hard to fight them out, we think maybe God does not care. Then Why do we think God does not care? Sometimes we think God does not care because something contrary to God's promises happened to us. Something contrary to God's promises happened to us. That's why we think God does not care. For example, the Israelite God has told them that I will I will be with you, I will send away your, 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 your enemies, and, and you will possess your land. But guess what? When they got to that land, the enemies that God promised that He was going to send away, they kept invading their land for seven good years. And that's that same thing happened to us too. When something contrary to God's promises, you know, for our life happened to us, we think God does not care. If God said I am your healer, why am I sick? If God said I I, I will make you the head and not the tail, why did I fail? So when something contrary to God's promises happen to us, we think maybe God does not care. Number five, why do we think God does not care? Sometimes we think God does not care because of of, of because of, of 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 things happening to us which is different from what is happening to other people <laughs> because of things happening to us, which is different from things happening to other people around us. Maybe we have friends, maybe we have family members, and then we look at them and say, ah, this is what is happening to them. But what is happening to me is different. We think God does not care. Sometimes we even think maybe God is not fair. Number six, why do we think God does not care? Sometimes we think God does not care because, because of the situation and circumstance in our life that has remained unchanged for a long time because of situation and circumstances in our life that have what? That has remained unchanged. Maybe we have prayed, we have fasted, we have given offering, we have sown seeds and yet situations and circumstances still remain the same. This kind of situation can make us to believe that God does not care. Number seven, why do we think God does not care? Sometimes we think God does not care because people around us, they even wonder because of our situation. People around us, they, keep, they begin to wonder and say, ah, does God really love this woman? Why Is she the only one? Why is she that is the only one that faces this kind of trouble? When people around us begin to wonder about our situation, about our conditions, then we think, maybe God does not care that. I want us to know that God do care. I want somebody to repeat that to me. God do care. The book of Job chapter 10 verse 12, the Bible says, You have granted me life and favor, and your care has preserved my spirit. Even Job that was under attack for months, said, God has what? Has granted him life and favor, and God's care for him has preserved his spirit. God do care. God do care. In Psalm 27 verse 10 the psalmist says, when my mother and my father forsake me then the Lord will take care of me. God do care. God do care. Do you know the disciples of Jesus? They came to Jesus in Mark chapter 4 verse 38 they, they, when, when there was storm on the sea. They, they, they woke up Jesus and said Master, do you care that we perish? So God do care. Now, for the Israelites from this passage, I want to show us three things and then we'll go and pray. Why God really cared for them. Number one, we see that God really cared for the Israelites as opposed to the assumption of Gideon. Number one, because the Lord disciplined them. The Lord disciplined them. We see that in Judges chapter 6 from verse 1 to 6. How did God discipline them? By allowing the enemies to invade their land. The Lord disciplined them. If you go to Judges chapter 6 verse 1, the Bible said, that the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. They keep committing sin. They keep doing evil. Despite the fact that God warned them, despite the fact that God sent prophets to them, they keep do, you know, doing what was, what was wrong. And because of their consistent sin, God permitted the enemies to invade their land. Now, And that's why we have to be careful to not allow sin in our lives. Sin has consequences for us as believers. So we see that God cared because God disciplined them. In the book of Proverbs chapter 3 from verse 11 to 12, the Bible says, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects. Just as a father, the son in whom he delights, let me tell us this if God loves us, anytime we do something wrong as believers, God will discipline us. God will, discipline. in fact, if God doesn't discipline us after we have done something wrong, it may likely be that maybe God has forsaken us. It may be that God has forsaken us. No wonder, you know, when, when, when the psalmist was talking somewhere, maybe I'll get to that point. He said, if my friends strike me, I will, I will accept it. If it is for my own correction, I will accept it. So God did care. Because he disciplined them. And some of us we may be going through the discipline of God right now. It is It is still because God cares for us. The moment God withdraws his discipline from anybody, it shows that God has given up on that person. Number two. Why would why we know that God cared for the Israelites? God cared for them because he rebuked them. That's the second reason God cared. He rebuked them. Now, if you have a child that is doing something wrong, and you know that the child has a bright future, any time the child does something wrong, as a parent, you will rebuke the child. Because you don't want the child to be wayward. And that's the same thing God does. For the Israelite, he rebuked them how did god rebuke them we see that in judges chapter 6 from verse 7 to 10. by what by 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 sending a prophet to them a prophet was sent to them look at what the prophet said in verse 7 i mean sorry verse 10 in verse 10 the lord said also i also i said to you i am the lord your god do not fear the gods of the amorites in whose land you dwell but you have not obeyed my voice God sent a prophet to rebuke them. God told them, I have told you not to be afraid of the gods of the Amorites. Now, the reason why the Israelites compromised and started worshipping the idols of the land was because they were afraid. They were afraid of the gods of the Amorites. And they say, you know what, it is better to join alliance with them than to be an enemy to our enemy. So, they, they, they submitted under their gods and they, they started worshipping the same god of the Amorites. So God sent a prophet to rebuke them. That's why sometimes God does send prophet to us too. To rebuke us. And as believers, let us take the rebuke of God. It is to show that God cares for us. If we are not getting rebuke from the message of, word of um, the, from message or from the word of God, it means maybe we are backsliding. But if God loves us, he will rebuke us anytime we we'll do something wrong. The book of Ephesians, chapter four, verse one. The Bible says, "I therefore, the prisoners of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called." Even Paul, he rebuked the church at Ephesus. He said, "I am warning you, walk worthy of your calling." Do you know there was a time when Abraham was messing around? You know, Abraham was messing, around, and in, in Genesis seventeen, God called him to order. Genesis 17 verse 1. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be perfect. Even though Abraham was God's friend, God did not pamper Abraham. God told him the truth. Walk. If you still want to be a friend to me, walk before me and be perfect. Be perfect. Be blameless. Be perfect. Be blameless. The book of Proverbs 15 verse 10. The Bible say, "Ash discipline is for him who forsake the, world, the way and he who ate correction will die. The Bible says anyone that ate correction they will die. I pray that we shall not die. In Psalm 41 verse 5 the Bible says let the righteous strike me and it shall be a kindness. And let him rebuke me and it shall be an excellent oil. Let my head not refuse it. Look at that. Let my head not refuse the oil that comes from the rebuke of a good friend. From the rebuke of a good friend. Do you know there is, a, there is an addict that says, if two siblings go into the room and they talk and talk and they smile when they are coming out, the idea says that they have not spoken the truth to each, to each other. But when they go inside the room and they talk and talk, and when they are coming out, they frown their faces. It means they have, they have exchanged truth that will bring about change to their life. It is only the truth that can change us. Then number three, why do we know that God care for them before we go and pray? We know that God cared for them because God actually came down to help them. And I want to pray for somebody this morning that God will come down to help you out of that situation you are going through, out of that difficult challenges, the Lord will come down because he cares to help you. In the name of Jesus, he will come down to help your family. He will come down to help your children. He will come down to help your business. He will come down to help your career. In the name of Jesus, he cares. He will come down. And this morning, we are going to call upon him to come down. In that Deuteronomy chapter 6, from verse 11 to 13, the Bible said the angel of the Lord came down to Gideon when Gideon was hiding in the cave. And that was when the angel said to him, Gideon, in verse 11, you are a mighty man of valor. The Lord is with you. The angel of the Lord came down. I pray this morning that God will come down to deliver us to help us. In the name of Jesus. We see that in Judges 11, I mean Judges 6 11 to 13. God came down. God came down. God came down. For somebody God is coming down for you. In the name of Jesus. Thank God for the Israelites. They cry to God for mercy. They cry to God for deliverance. We see that in Judges chapter 6 verse 7. The Bible says, And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, because of the midnight, That was why God sent his angel. Because he cared for them. In Isaiah 63 verse 9 the Bible says in all their affliction he was afflicted and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them and he bore them and carried them all the days of old. In Psalm 103 verse 10 the Bible says, he has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. That's why there is a, there's a, there's a, there's a verse of scripture that says, if God marks iniquity, who can stand? God cares for us. And this morning he will come down. I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice unto God this morning. And say, my father, let me be delivered from the power of sin, giving access to my enemies. The Bible says in that Judges chapter 6 verse 1, the Lord delivered the Israelites into the hands of the Midianites. Why? Because they did evil in the sight of the Lord. I want us to pray unto God and say my Father, deliver me from the power of sin. That is giving access to the enemies to invade my life. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father will pray for total deliverance from the power of sin. In the mighty name of Jesus that is giving the enemies the access to invade our life, the access to invade our health, the access to invade our finances. Father, we pray for mercy. Lord, forgive us and deliver us. In the name of Jesus, let the power of iniquity be broken in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, my Father, this morning, Lord, do not allow the hands of the Midianites to prevail against me. Look at that. In that, Judges chapter 6 verse 2, the Bible says, and the hands of the Midian prevailed against Israel, which means the Midianites, they dominated the Israelites. They, They put them under a rigorous a rigorous uh, affliction i want us to pray and say my father do not allow the hands of my enemy to prevail against me in the name of jesus give me the power to prevail against every power I'm waiting on against me in the name of jesus open your mouth open your mouth father I will pray that you will not allow the enemies you will not allow the hands of the wicked to prevail against us in the mighty name of jesus the enemy will not prevail again Masakata Lord, do not allow the powers of darkness to prevail against our children, to prevail against our family. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry to God and say, My Father, out of every caves. The Bible says in Judges chapter 3, because of the afflictions of of the Midianites, the Israelites, they hid themselves inside holes, inside caves. They hide themselves in the mountains. I want us to pray. There are many of us that we are we have been hidden somewhere because of the, the attacks from the enemies. They are, they are not allowing us to comfort. They are not allowing us to shine where we are supposed to shine. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, out of every cave where battles of life have kept me. Out of every hole where the enemies have kept me. Lord, Take me out by fire. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, take us out. Take us out. Bring us out. Lord, bring us out. In the name of Jesus. Out of the caves of darkness. Out of the hidden places where battles and afflictions of life have kept us. Lord, bring us out. Bring our glory out. Bring our children out. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed this morning somebody is coming out out of the cave out of the prison where the enemy lock you up i say you are coming out in the name of jesus if there are chains that has been used to tie you down in the caves in the holes i command the chains to break in the name of jesus your children are coming out your business is coming out your finances is coming out in the name of jesus i want us to lift up our voice the Bible says in the, the, the Mediaite they always bring animals to eat all the farm produce. Do you know there are some satanic animals that the enemy bring into our life to consume our blessings. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, let every satanic animals that have been assigned to be eating my spiritual harvest, let them be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every animals of darkness that have been assigned to be consuming our harvest, to be eating our harvest every year, every month, every week. Lord terminate them by fire in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. (laughs) Satanic (laughs) animals (laughs) assigned (laughs) to be eating my blessings, assigned to be eating my harvest. This morning, be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus be destroyed by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry out to God and say, My Father, let everything that has been stolen by the Midianite, by the Amalekites, by the by 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 all my enemies, let them be restored in sevenfold. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, everything that has been stolen. By the Midianites, by the Amalekites, by the kingdom of darkness. This morning let them be restored. In the name of Jesus, let our harvest be restored in sevenfold. In the name of Jesus, let our blessings be restored. Let our opportunities be restored. In the name of Jesus, all that has been stolen by the enemies. We pray that this morning they shall rec- they shall vomit them. They shall restore them. In sevenfold, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry out to God and say, "My Father, by Your mighty power, let me be delivered from the hand of my strong enemies." Do you know the Midianites, the Amalekite, the people of the east? They were strong enemies against Israel. As a matter of fact, those nations they collide, they form alliance to invade the land that belong to the, to, to the children of God. They, they, they cooperated, they join hand in hand. I want us to pray and say, My Father, Lord, deliver me this morning from the hands of my strong enemies. In the name of Jesus, by your power, by your power, let me be delivered. I want somebody to crown to God, let me be delivered. Let me be delivered. Let me be delivered. Let me be delivered. Let me be delivered from the hands of my strong enemies. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, deliver me, deliver my business, deliver my career, deliver my children from the hands of our strong enemies. In the name of Jesus, let the powers of the wicked holding us captive be broken in the name of Jesus. Let every chain that have been used to tie down our destiny be broken in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to pray for powerful obedience. The reason why the Israelites were under the attack of the enemies for 7 years was because of their disobedience. The Bible said they did evil in the sight of the Lord. I want us to pray and say my Father, give me the power to walk in total obedience. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Help me to be to, to be obedient to your word. Help me to walk in your word. Help me to walk in obedience. In the name of Jesus, let me be delivered. From from the spirit of disobedience, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray and say, Lord, this morning as I go out, Lord, give me the power to enjoy my harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, the power to enjoy my harvest, the power over the wicked. let the power be given to me. In the name of Jesus, throughout the journey of this week, I shall go from strength to strength. I shall go from glory to glory nothing will stop me nothing will stop my success in the name of jesus lord envelop us with your caring arms because you are a god that cares envelope us with your caring arms in jesus mighty name we have prayed everlasting father we thank you for answers to our prayers this morning father we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of jesus because we know that you are a god that cares lord in the journey of this week let your loving arms be used to embrace us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that everything that we have lost they shall be restored. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every powers of the medians be broken over our lives in the name of Jesus. Because you are a covenant keeper, fulfill your promises over our family, fulfill your promises over our lives in the journey of this new week. In the name of Jesus, let us go from strength to strength and from glory to glory, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that in the journey of this week, our lots, our portion, nothing will touch it, in the name of Jesus, we shall enjoy your blessing throughout this week, in the name of Jesus, we shall go from glory to glory throughout this week, in the name of Jesus, and if there are powers that want to stop us, Lord crush that power in the name of Jesus. We pray for protection for every members of our family. We pray, we pray for protection for our cities and for our land. Lord protect us. In the name of Jesus. Let no evil befall us. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed.